Chapter 1 Sunset at Sea The Becalmed Merchantman An Interesting Domestic Event Oceana Bertine, the Child of the Ocean The Shot Sail Ho, a Suspicious Craft Red Martin, Blackbeard, and Scarlet Jack A Sea Fight Victory of the Buccaneers Beautiful and breezy had been a bright autumnal day. The sun, in all his refulgent splendor, was sinking beneath the ocean's swelling bosom, imparting a golden glow to the sky of the Occident and gilding the crests of the billows. And as the bright golden shield disappeared beneath the surface, the light wind died away, leaving the ocean like a mirror of burnished steel in which the blue arch above now studded with the first stars of evening and the crescent queen of night were distinctly visible. Fifty leagues south of the Great Antilles, a noble vessel lay becalmed, a cloud of canvas hung uselessly from her spars, and a score of sailors lay idling away the time upon her upper deck. She proved to be an American merchantman, from Canton, bound to New York, richly laden with silks, spices, teas, specie, and other valuables. On the quarter-deck were the officers of the ship, and a young gentleman, a passenger of pleasing address, who walked to and fro with an anxious expression upon his handsome countenance, and scarcely heeding some pleasant sallies of wit which were directed towards him by the fat, jolly, companionable captain. Presently, a pretty quadroon girl emerged from the cabin and whispered in his ears. He followed her into the cabin, and after a lapse of a few minutes he returned and again paced the deck with the same troubled and impatient look as before. Come, come, Harry, cheer up, said the captain. You're as dull as this confounded calm. What news from below? Captain, I am in no humor for foolish jests, replied Henry Bertine. Avast there, my friend, said the captain. Do you call that a jest? If so, tell me, how is your good lady? I trust she will be better soon, said he soberly. Fear not. Our physician has the reputation of being skillful in that particular branch of his profession. Therefore, my friend, cheer up, cheer up. Here has a whole half-day passed, and you've been gloomy as a Dutch skipper in a fog. Not so much as a smile has been seen on your features today. If you wear that sorry figurehead much longer, we shall all have the blue devils. The young man made no reply to the good-natured remarks of the captain, and it was doubtful whether he was aware of being addressed, so intent was his mind upon the cause of his anxiety. If it should happen to be a boy, Harry, continued the jocular captain, I claim the right of giving it a name. Let me see. Yes, it shall be named after the old ship, Admiral Bertine. Excellent, an honorable name, a title without the station. But if it should be one of the other kind, which is altogether probable, for my wife has presented me with seven of them to one boy, why, we'll christen it, hmm, let's see, I can't think of a good one. Ah, I have it. Oceana, Oceana Bertine. Beautiful, isn't it, Harry? 
A faint smile did for a moment illumine the features of the young man, but it was unperceived by the captain. Some ten or fifteen minutes more elapsed when the physician appeared. Henry Bertine seized him by the hand, and without uttering a syllable, looked anxiously into his face. A smile of satisfaction greeted him. I give you joy, said the physician. Is it a boy? ejaculated the captain. How is my Isabella? asked the anxious husband. I'll wager my best bower it's one of the other kind, interrupted the captain. That's always my luck. Is she well? As can be expected, said the physician, finishing Harry's sentence.